Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. This conference is being recorded. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome. Welcome to our 8 a.m. broadcast of our Bible School. Amen. If this is your first time calling in, we most definitely thank God for you joining us here for our Bible School on this morning. And if you're a returning caller, we thank God for you continuing to be faithful to the Message of Christ Church, Mega Prayer, and our Bible School. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask if you would go ahead and uh, place it on your social media page, call someone, text someone, add someone in, and ask them to join us for a time of Bible study. Amen. Proceeded by prayer. So the number to dial in is 805-399-1000, and the access code is 420-123-POUND. Again, the number is 805-399-1000, access code 420-123-POUND. And for those just joining us, thank you for joining us for our 8 a.m. Bible study We thank God for you joining us on this morning, amen, and we pray that you'll be blessed by the word, amen, that has been given to me by the Lord, amen. So, like I said before, if you would like to invite someone, go ahead and ask them to dial in on our conference line, or you can text them, email them, add them in. However, just get them to Bible study on this morning, amen, and I'm going to go forward with our announcements for uh, today. You have reached the Message of Christ Church 8 a.m. Bible School Broadcast. Our Bible studies are every Sundays 8 a.m. Central Standard Time here live on the broadcast. You can contact this ministry and join us for our Mega Prayer Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. Again, that's 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. On our first Friday of the month, we ask that you would join us for our midnight prayer. Amen. Nothing like praying in the midnight season. And also every Monday, join us for our Miracle Monday, hosted by Evangelist Betty Howard, where prayer and test 
testimony and teaching is going forth. Amen. Also, if you would like to contact this ministry outside of the broadcast, the number is 312-600-7729. Make sure to leave a voice or text message, and one of the intercessors will get back with you. Make sure to leave the nature of your call on the line, please. Also, you can contact us via our email address. That email address is messageofchrist at yahoo.com. Messageofchrist at yahoo.com. That's our email address. Our post or mailing address is P.O. Box 390762, Chicago, Illinois, 60639. Also, you can check us out on our website. That's messageofchrist.net, messageofchrist.net. You will find on our website a prayer wall. You can place your prayer requests and your praise reports on our prayer wall. Also, you may... Check out our website. We have some powerful video, powerful product, amen, for you to um, look at and, and listen to. And also, you will find on our website that we have a donate button. If the Lord is leading you to be a blessing to this ministry, to sow or partner, we ask that you would consider being a partner with this ministry, and you may do so by clicking on that donate button and sowing either a one-time seed or monthly seed through this ministry. Amen. Also, 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 Prophet Staples has her own business. Amen. It's a sacred business, and in her business, she's selling sacred shawls. Amen. Sacred prayer shawls. That's a tongue twister. Sacred, <laughs> Sylvia's Sacred Shawls, amen. Those are some beautiful shawls, amen. You may know someone that's sick or graduating or just looking for a wedding gift, amen. Those are some beautiful prayer shawls, amen. And also they have a pillow to go along with it. So if you're interested in ordering a prayer shawl, amen. You may do so by contacting the ministry also at the 312-600-7729, or you can email us and let us know that you're interested in the prayer shouts, amen, and Prophetess Staples will get back with you, amen, concerning the prayer shouts, amen. Let me make sure I specify that. This is for the prayer shouts, amen. If you're interested in the prayer shouts and pillows, you may contact us at the 312-600-7729 and make sure to leave that message that you're contacting us about the prayer shows, or you can contact us via email. Amen. And without further ado, we're going to go into a time of prayer, and then we're going to go into the word. Amen. Most gracious and merciful Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, for a day that wasn't promised to us, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for last night's lying down and this morning's rising, God. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God, as we slept and slumbered throughout the night season, God. Lord, we thank you, God, that no hurt, harm, or danger came not to our doors, Lord God, or our family members, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God, that you woke us up this morning. We thank you, God, for a brand new 
true mercies each and every day that you bestow upon us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for our life, health, and strength, God. Lord, we thank you, God, for waking us up, God, in our right mind, God. We thank you, God, for eyes to see, ears to hear, Lord God, even vocal cords to speak, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for every activity of our limbs, Lord God. Oh, Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for shelter, Lord God. We thank you, God, for clothing and thank you, Jesus, for food, Lord God. We thank you, God, for a clean supply of water, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus, God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for transportation. We thank you, Lord God, that you provide all of our needs, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, God, for health insurance, Lord God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that you just continue. Hallelujah, God. Oh God, every time I think about more and more how you just provide for us and you supply our needs, God. So, Lord, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't thank you enough, God. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for our children, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that you're raising up. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Little prophets, little psalmists, oh God, little missionaries, oh God. We thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that they will be on the battlefield for the Lord. Hallelujah, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, that they will not be ashamed of the gospel. But, Lord, they will be bold soldiers, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord God, that they will be soul winners, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for those, oh God, thank you, Jesus, that you are healing, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you said in your word, Lord God, by your stripes that we are healed, oh God. So, Lord God, we receive healing today, Lord God, for those that are sick among us, oh God. We receive healing, oh God, for our family members, oh God. Hallelujah, God. We thank you. We praise you, oh God, that you have the final say, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Lord God, we thank you, God, for being our life sustainer, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We thank you and we praise you, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you're waking somebody up, oh, God, that the doctor said no, God, but I hear you saying yes. So, Lord, I want to say I thank you and I praise you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for life, oh, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for your words, God, that you said, Lord God, that you wanted us to have life and life more abundantly, Lord God. Lord God, you also said that you wanted us to prosper and be in good health, oh, God. So, Lord God, we received healing, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. We receive life, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Lord God, for the oxygen, oh God. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, for that lady, oh God, that's laying on the ventilator, oh God. We thank you. We praise you, oh God, that you, Lord God, hallelujah, oh God, are stirring up, oh God. And your spirit within her, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. When they said no, God, you said yes, God. So we just want to say we thank you and we praise you, oh God. Oh God, we plead the blood of Jesus over those, Lord God, that may be going out, oh God, to the doctor, to the ER, to the OR, Lord God, on this week, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you will go before them, oh God, Lord God, and that your report, Lord God, will be the report that they will believe, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We speak life, oh God, and not death, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We will not fear, oh God, but we will walk in love, God. We thank you and we praise you, oh God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God, for freedom, oh, God, freedom to worship you, God, 
freedom, oh God, thank you, Jesus, to pray to you, oh God, freedom, oh God, to walk into our churches, oh God, oh my God, and bless your name, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you and we praise you, oh God, for each and every church, oh God, that stands open, oh God, in your name, God, Lord God, we ask, oh God, that you would allow your Shekinah glory to reign in each and every service on today, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, whether it be a physical church, God, oh God, somebody may be having church on their job, God. Oh, God, we ask, oh, God, that you will fill them, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Somebody may be having church in their home, God. Somebody may be having church in a hotel, God. Somebody may be having church in their backyard. But, Lord, we thank you and we praise you that you are a God that's everywhere, God. We thank you, oh, God, for being omnipresent, oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. Oh, God, we thank you and we praise you, oh, God, that even, oh, God, as you're working here in the United States of America, God, that you got to work in, oh, God, way on the other side of the world, oh, God, in Africa, God, in Europe, God, in the U.K., God. Oh, God, we thank you and we praise you, oh, God, that you are a mighty God. You are a merciful God in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. Oh, God, as the word go forward on the day, God, we thank you and we praise you, oh, God, that you touch the heart, the mind, and the ears of those, oh, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus, that don't know oh God. Those, oh God, that want to know you better, God. Lord God, that they will walk closer to you, God, that they will receive you, God, that they will receive the word that they hear, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for saving souls, oh God, souls to serve you, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Those that are on the streets, oh God, Mm-mm-mm-mm. Lord, we thank you and we praise you, oh God, for saving souls, oh God, the drug addicts, oh God. We thank you, God, for deliverance, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for delivering the pimp. We thank you, God, for delivering the prostitute, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for delivering, hallelujah, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, the gambler, oh, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for delivering the fornicator and the adulterers, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, oh, God. We thank you and we bless your holy name, oh, God, for each and every pastor, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, oh, God, we ask, oh, God, that you, Lord God, would increase your anointing in them, oh, God. In the mighty name name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we ask, oh God, for divine protection, oh God, over the church and over our hallelujah, God, our pastors, our missionaries, our apostles, our prophets, our prophetess, God, our teachers, oh God, evangelists, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, strengthen your people, oh God, strengthen your people, oh God, and then, Lord God, strengthen our knees, oh God, that we may go down, Lord God, and fall on our knees, praying even more fervent to you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you and we praise you, oh God, for what you're doing, oh God, even through this, we thank you and we praise you, oh God, for those, oh God, that have wrote the lesson, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, oh God, for property staples, oh God. We ask, God, that you would touch her right now, God, from the crown of her head down to the soles of her feet, oh God. Bless her as she come in and go out, oh God. Allow her bread basket to be full, God. Allow her cup to overflow, God. Bless her hands, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Bless her ears and her eyes, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord God, that she will see those things that you are causing her to see, oh God. 
God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that she will hear, oh God, directly from you, God, oh, in the name of Jesus, oh God, order her footsteps according to your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that the word, oh God, that she speaks, oh God, will be directly, oh God, that the word that you have given her, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, oh God, for her giving of herself, oh God, laying before you, God, praying before you, oh God, to the people, oh God, teaching, oh God, going out, oh God, into the highways, the byways, and the hedges, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Now, Lord, we ask, oh God, that you would even, oh God, bless her hands, oh God, thank you, Jesus, oh God, in the work that she do, oh God, oh God, even, oh God, if it's on her job, God, her own business, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, in the community, God, oh God, even, oh God, as she ministered to those, oh God, that she may meet in the mall, God, Lord, we ask, oh God, that you, Lord God, thank you, Jesus, will be with her, oh God, and we thank you, oh God, for her errand and her her, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. We ask, God, that you will bless them, oh God. Lord God, allow them, oh God, to gird themselves, oh God, that they can stand, hallelujah, God, with the prophetess, oh God, as she go in and out before your people, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord, we pray and ask, oh God, that they will not lack no good thing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And whatever needs taken care of, God, I thank you and I praise you in advance that you've already taken care of it, oh God. Lord God, that they won't be distracted, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, but their mind, oh God, hallelujah, God, will be a mind of Christ. Their focus will be on you, oh God, Lord God, and not of the things and the cares of the world, oh God, and the mundane things, oh God, that go on in our lives each and every day. So we thank you and we praise you, oh God, hallelujah, God, I thank you and I praise you, oh God, for an opportunity, God, to teach your word, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to our 6 a.m. broadcast of our Bible school. Amen. This is Sister Valerie, and I will be teaching today's lesson on today. Amen. And I thank God for the opportunity, amen, to teach God's word. Amen. So we're not going to uh, delay, amen, um, with uh, talking, and I'll give more announcements at the end. I'll repeat the announcements at the end of the segment for those that may have missed it, and uh, we'll just go into today's lesson. Amen. Today's lesson is coming from the book of Micah. Today's lesson will conclude our unit on the minor prophet of Micah, and we know that Micah's name means who is like God. Amen. I'm hearing in my heart my ears and in my head the song that they sing, who is like the Lord? Nobody. Who is like the Lord? Amen. So um, I'm just hearing that right now in my spirit. So um, in the weeks prior to um, coming to the conclusion of this unit um, on our prophet, amen, I, I just think that these lessons are prophetic because these lessons are done a whole year in advance um, of where we're teaching. These aren't just lessons that they just throw together and put in a book, you know, every three months. No, these lessons are done in an entire year ahead of time. Amen. Uh, actually, I, I don't know specifically if they're all um, like a year ahead of time, but I do know they have like lessons already picked out and, and parts that they're going to do each year, but the lesson itself, amen, is done each year. 
the people of God get together and they put together the lessons each year. So we thank God for that because these lessons line up with where we are right now. Amen. Where we are right now, where our world system is right now. So our first lesson was no rest for the wicked. Amen. That was our first lesson of this month, no rest for the wicked. Then we went over to lesson two. Lesson two was no tolerance for corrupt officials. And then last week's lesson was what the Lord requires. So our lesson today is God's matchless mercy. And that is coming from our seventh chapter of Micah, verses 11 through 20. Amen. And then the devotional reading for that was Psalm 13. Amen. And the theme of Micah is, the whole theme of the book of Micah is the hatred of sin, but his promise, which is today's lesson, God's matchless mercy, to deliver those who will repent, okay? No rest for the wicked. Amen. I want you to repent. No rest for the wicked. That was week one. Amen. Then the next one was uh, no tolerance for corrupt officials, and that was week two. And then it says, and live according to his standards, and that was last week's lessons, amen, where we learned of what the Lord requires, amen. So the Lord is requiring something of us. He wants us to get out of where we are in our minds and and our relationship with him, that we may live a life of abundance and we may live in his matchless mercy. I know on my job, on my job we have uh, the United Way uh, campaign where every, I believe, October, we September, October, somewhere like that, we go into different meetings and stuff. We meet with different organizations, you know, those organizations that are looking for donations for their organization. So when I donate and my coworkers donate, amen, what happens is, is our company matches what we have donated to the organization. So if I do 50, they do 50, amen. And it's not just on the United Way, but any time during the year after that, they will also match what I give to an organization, amen, as long as it has the specific qualifications. Listen to this. As long as it has the specific qualifications to meet the match. So with that being said, we're talking about God's matchless mercy. Now, my organization that I work for, amen, said I work for in the world system, says that I will meet you with what you do. I will meet you. You do 50, I do 50. That's what my worldly job tells me, that they're going to match me dollar for dollar. But then on the God side of it, you know, it don't matter what I do, you know what? He does exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that I can ask a thing. There is no match on God's 
side of the bargain. Amen. God has matchless mercy. Amen. When we start thinking about, well, you know, um, I did this, I did that, so can you do this and can you do that? We start, you know, kind of, you know, picking out what we want. No, God is limitless. His His mercy is matchless. So we we are looking for the abundance simply because it's matchless. We know that he's a great God. He's a great giver. He's a great shepherd. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into today's lesson. I teach a little different. I like to go line by line when I'm reading. So we're going to go into the lesson background. So when we go into the lesson background, we begin at the top of Chapter 7. What Michael says, amen, woe is me. This is Micah's cry. This is Micah's cry due to the overwhelming condition of the world around him. Everything is in chaos around him. Amen. And if we compare our time right now with the time that Micah is talking about in his book, amen, he, we are at the same place. Amen. So a lot of the saints are crying out. Amen. Some people feel like I'm the only one crying out. It's me, Lord. I'm crying out like a wolf in a long field, you know, but the saints are crying out. We got all kinds of things going on around us. We got police brutality at its all-time high. We got gay marriage, unemployment, all-time high, sickness and disease, pestilence, corruption in our government, amen, the freedom of speech is being attacked, the freedom of religion is being attacked, racism, amen, that's coming back up again, amen, and then we have, uh, now we have jailhouse suicides going on, it's just going on, I mean, I'm looking and I'm saying, wait, this is happening, this is repetitive, it's happening and jail cells, not just in one region, but it's going on all over the place. Now, we've heard of this before, but now it's something different uh, going on in the scenes of this jailhouse suicide. So, amen, we got to look into this and see, amen, ask God what is really going on, amen, because it may be him wanting us to see, because there's going to be some things that we see, amen, that we're not going to like, and we're going to be crying out to him like Michael was crying out to him, woe is me, amen. So then in verse 2, he says, the good man is perished out of the, perished out of the earth, and there is none upright among men. They lie in wait for blood. They hunt every man, his brother, with a net. So the evildoers, they're just out looking. I mean, just looking to do evil. Amen. Uh, using children, using whatever they can do in order to do evil. They're not waiting to nighttime anymore. They're doing it in broad daylight. Amen. Amen. People going into establishments. Amen. Stealing ATMs in 30 seconds. They, they, it's, it's no um, justification of when they'll do it, where they'll do it, how they'll do it. They're just out doing evil. It don't matter who you are, how good you look, or anything. These people are just out to do evil. 
evil, evil, evil. Amen. They're not hiding their hand. It's no secret in what their mission is. They're just out to do evil. So verse 3 is the societal breakdown was so bad that no one could even trust a friend or a family member. And one had to use words with caution, and we see that now. We see that in our families, it's a breakdown in communication, can't get along, friends falling out, amen. We got to watch what we say, amen, because somebody may take it the wrong way, can't use this word, can't use that word, can't dress this way, can't put this on, can't go here. I mean, it's just all of these stipulations that's going on here. And then it says, much later that Michael uses words in verse 6 to describe how loyalty to him will result in alienation from families. And we know that. We know that, that when we connect with Christ, amen, everybody is not going to accept us. They're going to drop off and leave us alone. They're just not going to be bothered. Some of your friends, you ain't going to have to say bye-bye to. They're just going to stop calling. Some of your family members, they, you're not going to have to say, I don't want to be bothered with you. They're just going to stop calling. They're just going to stop texting. They, you're going to be like, I ain't heard from such and such in a while. Mm. They're just going to stop calling. Because guess what? Then after a while, you'll feel like I'm all by myself. My family's left me. I, I have nobody else. But you know what? When you're on God's side, you got all that you need. Amen. You don't need, when you go to heaven, you're going to go by yourself. You're going to go by yourself. Amen. Even if you are twin, guess what? Both twins then come out at the same time. I don't care if you saw these twins or what. One had to come out before the other. So when we go into heaven, when we go meet our maker, we're going to go by ourselves. It, nobody else, nobody's going to be able to hold our hand. Nobody's going to walk with us. We're not going to have supporters around us or anything. It's going to be us and the Lord. It says, in the second part of Micah, he addresses his enemy, Israel's enemy. Those nations that wreak havoc among God's people and destroyed their cities. And some days the table will be turned. So this leads us into our lesson for today and Division 1. Division 1 opens up with a prayer. Amen. This is uh, Micah making a plea to the Lord. He says in verse 14, Feed thy people with thy rod, the flock of thine heritage which dwell solitarily in the wood, in the midst of Carmel, let them feed in Bashan, Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old. So this is his prayer. He said to the, to the Lord, he's crying out. He's crying out to the Lord. Then he go back. You know, he done found. He found himself all stressed out, and we find ourselves that way. You know, the first thing when we go into shock, oh my God, we begin to cry out to God. But then we have to not just stay there in that one place, crying out and 
And, you know, a lot of times we get all distracted by things that's going on around us. We cry out and we keep crying. I mean, then that sounds like a, 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 a baby. You know, when a baby can't talk, a baby don't know how to take care of itself. When a baby needs something, the baby cries. That's the way of communication. A baby cries out because the baby needs attention. Hey, something is not right. Something is not right with me. I can't communicate it well to you right now, but something is not right. I'm not pleased. I'm not happy. I'm in distress. I'm hurting. That is what crying out is like when we begin to cry. But guess what? Even a baby begins to get satisfied once they get the nurturing touch, amen, of our shepherd, amen. And that's the topic of uh, Division One: Israel's shepherd, amen. So when the shepherd comes in, amen, he comes in to take care of us. And we know in Psalm 23 it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So we can't be crying all the time if we know who our shepherd is. We have to have, amen, I'm jumping ahead, I'm jumping ahead. Let me get back. Okay, so he cries out and he says to them, he prays that the God will in due time bring them back to feed them in the plains of Bashan, and Gilead in their own country. Now, we know that these places here were places of fertility. These were places of abundance. This is a place of blessing. Amen. So after he's cried out, he goes back to the Father, and he says, hey, this is what what I'm asking you. I'm asking you simply, you know, to, to allow your people to go back into that place that they once knew, that place of abundance, that place of fertility, that place of blessing. Amen. So then in verse 15, he says here in verse 15, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Verse 15, according to the days of thy coming out of the land of Egypt, Will I show unto thee the marvelous things. Amen. So he just simply saying, Lord, do it again. Do it again. What you did for the children of Israel when you led them out of Egypt, do it again. Do it over again. I need an encore. I want to see this again. Can you repeat this process again for your people? Amen. So he's saying, take them back. Take them back. So we know that when he led them out of Egypt, he led them across the Red Sea and into a land. He said, I will take you into a land flowing with milk and honey. So he led them through the rough times. Amen. We're looking at rough times. Amen. So now we need to put ourselves in the place right now of the children of Israel. Amen. And we need to look at our society right now. So we're right now we're seeing behind our back rough time. We're seeing the things that we're enduring right now as rough times. Amen. And every time, Amen. Um, Moses would go to Pharaoh and say, 
let let my people go, let my people go, let my people go, let my people go. And then Pharaoh, he will pull a trick on him. Okay, I'm going to let him go. Then he said, no, nah, I want him back. Then he'll take, make it harder on him. So he made it so hard on him that when God, hey, man, came down and answered the call, guess what? He did it in a mighty way. He actually allowed the children of Israel to come out of bondage. Amen. So this is, we know that bondage can be referred to as the physical realm and the spiritual realm when people are wrapped up and tied up in things. So bondage, amen, means that I'm caught up in sin. I'm caught up in the things of the world. I'm caught up physically. I'm hurting. I'm in pain. Once again, we go back to that baby. I'm hurting. I'm in pain. And I need to be free from bondage. Amen. You know, some people think bondage is just prison. I'm locked up. No, if you can be in financial bondage, spiritual bondage, if you're still walking in sin, amen, and also the physical bondage. You know, some of us are going through some things physically in our bodies, amen, so we can be going through a lot of different things that will cause us to be in bondage, even in our mind. Some folks got a mind that's just I mean, a mind of steel. It don't move. I mean, nothing moves the mind. Nothing moves the heart. Amen. So we can be caught up in bondage on those things. If our mind won't change, our heart won't change, and those things are made of steel, then we have to go in and ask the Lord, amen, to deliver us from this bondage. Amen. And take us over as you did before, into the land of the plenty. Take us over into the land, hallelujah, of the abundance. Take us over into the land of the blessing and fertility. Take us into the place of freedom. So that's what Micah is crying out right now over the people, the children of Israel. Amen. And so then we go into verse 16 and 17, and he says, the nations shall see and be confounded at all their might. They shall lay their hand upon their mouth. Their ears shall be deaf. They shall lick the dust like a serpent. They shall move out of their holes like worms of the earth. They shall be afraid of the Lord, our God, and shall fear because of thee. So now we have the nations, amen, will be disheartened by how inadequate their resources are to counter the power of God. There's no power like God's power. So when when we say, you know, we got power and this person got power, that person got power, that nobody has more power than our own true and living God. Amen. So the predictions, they say that they will lay hands, lay hand upon their mouth and their ears shall be deaf, reminds us of false prophets. Amen. So, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to get completely into that, but we have false prophets all around the world teaching things that are not biblical, that are not of God. And so, they have closed their ears to the what the God is having them to do. And they're doing their own thing. They're saying what they want to say. They're doing what they want to do. And they're doing it 
quote, unquote, in God's name. Those are false teachers. Those are false prophets. Amen. And so it says, they shall all cover their lips. The nation will be stunned to the point of being able to speak nor hear. Perhaps the deafness is a consequence of the impact of God's powerful voice. So he's shutting some things up. He's shutting some people down. Amen. He's shutting out those false prophets. He's shutting out those things of the world, those people of the world, those things that lead us into destruction. He's going to shut it down. Amen. You heard of the government shutdown? Amen. We're going to have another one. Amen. Because guess what? We don't want to live right. We don't want to live according to who God is. Amen. We want to say we got our power. but And then they say power to the people. And all these things that we say, all these cliches that we have, and the power is in the vote, and the power is here, the power is in the White House, the power is in the courts. We got all of these people with this quote, unquote, power, but God is all powerful. So when he shut it down, he's shutting it down because he's trying to bring us to a place. Amen. He wants us to be humble. Amen. It's not about us. Amen. It's not about living how we want to live. We take... We take what he gives us, and we run, and we do whatever we want to do with it. Amen. And not even consult him. We ask him beforehand, but then when we get it, we do what we want to with it. We ask God for a car, give us a car, guess what? We say, God, I'm going to take this car, I'm going to go to church, I'm going to help this person, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Then we start doing all kinds of stuff. And instead of doing what God is giving us the transportation to do. Amen. So then it says, to lick the dust like a serpent is another gesture signifying utter humiliation as does being reduced to the statues, status of worms of the earth. So now when we compare this, we think about the serpent in the garden crawling on its belly. And then licking the dust, amen, he's crawling on the belly, amen. Even those things, guess what? Everything has to bow to God. Everything has to bow down to God. So if the serpent, the trees, everything bows to God, everything, amen, praises God, Everything. So guess what? They didn't bow because they felt like it. They bowed out of fear of the Lord. Guess what? Because they too know the power of our true and living God. Amen. And that's why we as saints have to recognize the power of God. God has all power in heaven and in hell. God has all power on this earth. So God has the final say in every situation. Amen. What he's trying to do is bring the people back to him. Amen. So then when we go to the second division of our lesson, which is Israel's Savior, and we start at verse 18 and 19. Amen. 
So it says, who is a God, who is God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. So who is like unto thee? Who is like God unto thee? That's simply Micah's name. Amen. As I said in the beginning of the lesson, his name means who is like God. Who is like the Lord? So he just simply goes back and says, who is like the Lord? Who is like our God? That's the question. Who is like the Lord? Who can you find in your life like the Lord? Nobody. Nobody compares to God. No little God, no little G-O-D God can compare to our big G-O-D God. Nobody in heaven, nobody in earth compares to the God. So who is like God? Amen. So the Hebrew word God, Micah, means who is like the Lord. Micah thus uses his own name in a final tribute of praise to the Lord. So he says, in other words, Micah, who is like the Lord? That's what he says. Who is like the Lord? He's praising the Lord. Who is like you? Who is like the Lord? Amen. And the second question calls to the mind of the language of the portion of the song that Moses sang, who is like unto thee. So we listen to this over and over. The same question has been asked over and over. Who is like? The Lord, who is like unto thee, O Lord? So this is a repetitive question. Amen. And so then the people need to an answer, because who is like unto thee? Amen. O Lord, among the gods, little gods, who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Who can do wonders? No man can do wonders. I don't care what kind of black magic, white magic, witchcraft, trick, genie, I don't know, whatever else they have, potions and all that. Nobody can do the wonders that our God can do. No one, no one can match what our God can do. No one is like our big G-O-D God. I don't care what kind of trick though you can pull the rabbit out the hat and all that kind of stuff, but nothing compares to our God. Micah has just noted God's promise to do marvelous things that will be at the least dramatic. Now, we know that one of the most marvelous things was that when God allowed the children of Israel to come out of remind, remembering that this was Exodus, right? So they was exiting out of Egypt. 
And so during that time of them exiting out of Egypt, he provided for them. He went before them. And guess what? He was behind them. He was before them, and he was behind them, meaning that they were able to see their way out as long as they had their focus on who? Our Lord. Who is like the Lord? And then no one could come near to them behind them. Why? Because he was behind them. Amen. Being the shepherd. Amen. That was back at the beginning. Amen. He is the shepherd providing and taking care of his children. So he brings them into a place which one considers marvels of God's highlighted by Micah in the text before us to follow the recalling of Israel's exodus comparison is more than appropriately, scarcely to be improved on the answer to Micah's question by Isaiah, I am God, and there is no one else, I am God, and there is none like me. That's in Isaiah 46 and 9. Amen. Isaiah 46 and 9 says, there's no one else like me. None. None. Part of what makes God unlike other so-called little G-O-Ds <laughs> is his desire due to his nature and his ability due to the fact that he actually exists. Amen. You know, our little G-O-Ds, they can be cars. Our little G-O-Ds, wood. Our little G-O-Ds, bell. Our little G-O-Ds, amen. We put a lot of things in place of our big G-O-D in in our lives. Even nations have put other G-O-Ds, Allah, in place of our big G-O-D. And he simply says, there's no other God like me. No other God at all, period. That's it. It says, to pardon and pass by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. God's promise to release them from their captivity is as much powerful as being free, people being free from Egypt. Amen. So, Certainly God's anger or wrath is a central part of Michael's message. Amen. Because we know God is not pleased. We know that God is not pleased. He's not pleased with the things that's going on. Those of us as saints and we're looking around, we know that God is not pleased. But we are the remnant. He's not pleased with the laws of what's going on. He's not pleased. With people turning their backs on him, amen. He's not pleased. So, therefore, our God is a merciful, amen. Oh, my God. God is a merciful God. So, you know what? 
just as Micah asked God, do it again for the children of Israel to go into the land of abundance. You know what? He keeps forgiving us over and over and over again. He gives us chance after chance after chance after chance. And guess what? At some point, and even as parents, we can attest that at some point, even as employees, we can attest at some point after we have let some things pass and pass and pass and we keep looking over and over and over and say, we're going to give another chance, I'm going to give another chance, I'm going to try it again, I'm going to do it this way, maybe it's me, it's not them. You know, we just keep doing it over and over again. But guess what? Eventually, God's anger, and in our own personal life, our anger, <laughs> so it'll rise up. It will rise up. So God is, is a God. He can be angry. He can be loving. He can be merciful. God is that kind of God. That's the kind of God we serve. A holy God must judge sinful people. In fact, Micah earlier reprimanded those of the house of Jacob who questioned whether the Lord would ever exhibit such an emotion against them. You know what? That's like saying, you know what? God ain't nobody. He ain't going to do nothing. We did this before. He didn't even do nothing. So you just keep saying this stuff, and it don't even come to pass. It don't even come to pass. You know how they say you just keep crying wolf, that cliche? You just keep crying wolf. You just keep crying wolf. We ain't seen nothing yet. Hmm. Guess what? America ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't seen nothing yet. This is just the beginning, but I want you to hold on to this because guess what? God's matchless mercy. God's matchless mercy. We got to have the faith to believe that no matter what goes on, that our God is still there. Amen. Because he is going to, he has to set things right and make it according to his will, to his power, and his word. We've seen it over and over and over again. And then all we have to do is just serve him and walk according to his word and to his will. But yet because, you know, some people say, I, he haven't done nothing yet. They keep saying the world going to end. They keep saying God going to pay me back. That day is coming. That day is coming. That day is here. Amen. <laughs> yet as strong as God's anger against sin is, even stronger is his mercy and willingness to forgive. God delighted in mercy. His holiness requires that he judge sin and sinner, but he prefers to extend mercy. How is that? A merciful God. We got that day coming. We got that day where we see all of this stuff going on that's not pleasing in God's sight. His anger has boiled up, but yet he shows mercy. Remember, 
the remnant. Remember. Remember. Because he wants us all to receive him. He don't want us to perish. He don't want to be angry. What daddy, (laughs) what parent wants to say to their child, you know, I'm not going to give you nothing nice. Remember last year you didn't do this and you did that and you did this. I'm not doing anything else for you. What parent? What parent? Even that parent has some form of compassion. Amen. And I know people say love hard. You got to let them hit their head. But you still have some compassion in there someplace, even in the process of allowing our children to make mistakes and those that we love to make mistakes, we still have compassion. And our God is even more compassionate and even more merciful and even more compassionate. Amen. And then Micah tells about the sin problem. Oh man, let's let's talk about sin. Amen. You know what? When I think about sin, this this is my acronym of sin. The situation I'm in. That's what sin is. The situation I'm in. Because you know, we say the devil made me do it. Oh my God. Oh my God. The devil does not have as much power as our God. The devil can't be everywhere. God is the only person that's omnipresent. You know, we hear the cliche, the devil is busy, girl. The girl and then girl, the devil was over here too. Devil can't be at two places at one time. The Bible says that the devil is going to and fro, seeking to whom he may devour. <laughs> he's going to and fro, seeking to whom he may devour. So if he's going to and fro, that means that he's not everywhere. He's going to and fro. He's still he's still going. He's still moving along. He's looking. Amen. So the situation that I'm in, what situation are we in? We need to turn our attention to ourselves and find out what we are doing. Because it's not all the things that's around us that's causing us to walk in sin. This is a hard thing. We need to look at the inner man. We want to look at what's on the outside. But, no, we need to look on the inside. We need to search our hearts. I see what's going on around us. But we still yet need to search our hearts. We have to search our hearts, even in the midst of what's going on around us. We can't be pointing a finger, they sinning over there, they sinning, they sinning, they sinning. Um, We got to still look back at us. We have to look at us. What are we doing? Amen. How did I play a part in this sin that's going on? What did I do? Even if we didn't know, amen, we sin willingly. (laughs) We sin unknowingly sometimes. We sin of omission and commission. (laughs) So with that being said, we got to search ourselves before we go tell on somebody else. 
I'm going to tell God on you because you sinned. I would ask God for forgiveness of my sin, and God knows my heart. No, 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 no. We have to search ourselves each and every day because guess what? Just as easy as it is to follow after Christ, it's just that simple for you to be distracted and turn and go the other way. So we can't be puffed up and proud and looking at other people and saying what type of life they live in. We have to pray for them and ask God to show the same mercy that he showed to us, God's matchless mercy, the same mercy that God showed to us because we were once deep in sin. Amen. And God gave us a way out of sin. Amen. We are the ones that walked through the Red Sea, to the other side. Amen. So when he, when we can see ourselves as those that are being walking through the Red Sea and going through the, that's that's a mercy right there. When he takes us through something and allow us to get to the other side of it, that's God's mercy. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at passages here, through and over. He took us through the situation and allowed us to get over. Amen. And then guess what? He allowed us to connect to him. Amen. So when we look at all of that, amen, we got to pray for those that are behind us, those that are around us. Amen. It's just not about what's going on around us. We we have sin. Amen. Once I once again I said we sin daily. We sin daily and we got to ask God for forgiveness daily because once again that is a bondage and we need to make sure that we do not have those chains of bondage attached to us. We need to be free of anything that hinders us from walking upright before our Lord. Amen. And we know that there is forgiveness of sin. And we thank God for his forgiveness. We thank God for his mercy. Amen. But we know that God dealt with the Egyptians in a harsh, harsh way. As he allowed us to walk through and get over, amen, the Egyptians just walked down into the sea. They didn't come out on the other side and then covered them up with the sea. I mean, and then he said, he will cast your sins into the sea. Amen. If that's not almost a literal term, amen, because we know that these people were mean, cruel people. And what did they do? They walked into the Red Sea, and he brought the sea back over them. And then his word says, he will cast your sins into the sea. Amen. I never put those two together, but as I was studying, I was like, oh, my God, look at this. They had a sin life. They refused to change their hearts. They refused to change their minds. So God dealt with them with his anger, but yet he was dealing 
with the children of Israel with his mercy. Amen. Amen. So then at the at the end of this, it says here, um, verse 20, Thou will perform the truth to Jacob and the mercy to Abraham, which thou hast sworn unto our fathers from the days of old. So in concluding his striking description of the Lord's mercy, amen, we know that Abraham, amen, Abraham was not circumcised. Amen. And we hear people all the time talking about the Abrahamic blessing, the Abrahamic blessing, the Abrahamic blessing. Let's do our homework on this. Abraham walked according to faith. Amen. Let me get over here to the to the scripture over here so I can get this out properly. So we over here in Galatians 3 and 8. It says that, um, and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. And Abraham, that is in the seed of Abraham, which is Christ, not only the not the Jews only, but the Gentiles also should be blessed as Abraham was, being justified as he was. And Abraham was justified by faith. By faith. He believed by faith. And now we say the circumcision. The circumcision. Now, you know, we have uh, baptized believers and the water is a sign of our uh, belief. And and that's a part of the circumcision. Let me get over to the scripture before I get ahead again. Okay. Hold on, I lost my place. I lost my place. I lost my place. I lost my place. Me glasses. For ye, for ye, all are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So it's just not for a race. It's just not for a color. It's just not for a religious set. But by faith, by faith, if we believe and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen, and we receive him as our personal Savior, we are free. Having accepted him as the Lord and Savior and relying on him alone for justification and salvation, 
they are admitted into happy relations with God. Under the gospel, baptism replaces circumcision. Those who, by baptism, are devoted to Christ are admitted into the privileges of the Christian state as the Jews were by circumcision into the legal. Therefore, there was no reason why circumcision should be continued. We put on Christ, we profess our discipleship to him, and are obliged to behave as faithful servants. So God has no perspective of person. God is a merciful God. He wants to do for us what he did for the children of Israel. He wants to do it again. He wants us to live a life of abundance. He wants us to walk in a happy relationship with him. He wants us to share his love with others. Amen. He don't want to be angry with us. He wants to be our provider, our nurturer. So with that being said, and as we prepare to conclude our lesson, today, today, as we go out to our prospective places of worship, as we go and meet with family, go out to dinner, whatever it is that we do today, think on God's matchless mercy. Amen. Because somebody is going to receive a gift on today. But that gift that they receive is not going to be like the gift that God gives. Because God's gift is matchless. And when we think about the gift that he gave to us, his son, Jesus Christ, that's matchless. Because I don't know anybody that was sacrificed their own and only child. Oh, Jesus. For the sins of others. But yet he sacrificed for us. His son, he gave us a matchless gift. His matchless mercy. We serve a God that loves, and he loves us unconditionally. But we have to believe, and we have to receive. We have to search our hearts. We have to search our minds to make sure that we line up with this word of God, that we are not finger-pointing at this time. 
Because the word says vengeance is mine. Whatever's not right, he will fix it. We see what he did in Exodus when the children of Israel were passing through the Red Sea and went to the other side. We see what he did to the Egyptians. So I'm going to ask, I don't know if somebody's on the line that's not saved or or walking and not sure, but we serve a true and living and loving God, and he wants us to walk according to his will. He wants us to walk according to his requirements as we learned in last week's lesson. Amen. This lesson just brings tears to my eyes because there is no God like the God that we serve. Our mamas, our daddies, our children, nobody. Our jobs, nobody. Who? Who is like the Lord? Who has that much mercy? Who has that much power? Nobody but our God. Nobody but our Savior. Nobody but Jehovah. Who? He provides. He gives plenty. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Who wouldn't want to walk upright according to his word? We have to live. We have to walk. We have to be who we say we are each and every day. We can't straddle the fence. We have to walk according to the word. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord God, I just thank you, God. Oh, my God. I thank you, oh, God. Oh, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for this lesson, God, today, God. Lord God, I thank you, God, for your mercy, God. I thank you, God, for your son, Jesus, God. I thank you, God, for being our shepherd, God. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, God, that you call us your children, God. I thank you, God, that through faith, oh, God, that I, too, have a right, God, just for the belief, oh, God. Lord, I thank you and I praise you, oh, God, that hearts and minds, oh, God, Oh, God, in each and every Sunday school, God, all around the world, God, each and every Bible study, God, each and every lesson, God, that's given on today, God, I thank you, God, for turning contrite hearts, God, mm. and minds, Lord God, that are made of steel, God, back to you, God. Lord God, even God, those that are locked up, oh God, incarcerated, God, those that are walking on the earth, Lord God, looking to do evil, oh God, 
Change their hearts. Change their minds, oh, God. Oh, God, let us not walk in sin, God. Help us, oh, God. Lord God, search us over and over, God, that we can walk, Lord God, according to your word, that we can talk, oh, God, according, oh, God, to the things that you are spoke into our spirit to say, oh God. Lord God, unclog our ears, oh God, that we hear from you, God. Open our eyes, God, that we see you, God. And our vocal cords and our voices, oh God, that we speak for you, God. We thank you and we praise you, oh God, for this time, oh God, of lesson, God, of this blessing, God. We thank you, God, for the encouraging, oh God, that even in the midst of tests and trials, God, even in the midst of the things that are going on around us, oh God, the things that we don't see that are right, the things that we know that are not right, the things that we know that are not pleasing in your sight, God. Thank you, God, for the encouragement, God, to let us know, God, that you have not forgot, God. Thank you, God, for being a God that can do it again, God. I thank you, God, for being a God of an encore, God. Thank you, Jesus. There is no God like you, God. So we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you and we lift you up for being God of God, Lord of Lord, kings of kings. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus, for being God of this universe. Lord, I thank you, God, for being our creator and our shepherd. I thank you, God, hallelujah, God, for being Jehovah Nisi. I thank you, God, for being Jehovah Jireh. God, thank you. Hallelujah, God. We love you on today, God. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And we thank you, God, for your matchless mercy. In Jesus' name, we pray and ask it all. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and amen, amen, and amen. Amen. We thank you for joining us for our 8 a.m. broadcast of our Mega Prayer Bible study lessons on each and every Sunday. Amen. We ask that you would join us tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for our 6 a.m. broadcast of Mega Prayer. Amen. Also, on Monday evening at 7 p.m., join us for Miracle Monday. That is hosted by Evangelist Betty Howard. And Tuesday through Friday, amen, join us here on the broadcast at 6 a.m., Central Standard Time for our mega prayer, amen, first Friday of each month, amen, we have our midnight prayer. If you'd like to reach this ministry outside of the broadcast, you may do so by contacting us at 312-600-7729. Again, that number is 312-600-7729. Make sure to leave a voice or text message with the nature of your call so that one of the intercessors will get back with you. Also, also, you can contact us via our website, 
and our web address is Message of Christ at Yahoo, excuse me, messageofchrist.net, messageofchrist.net. If the Lord is leading you to be a blessing to this ministry, we pray that you would. We have a donate button on our ministry website, amen. Also on our website, you will find, amen, product, amen, on our webpage, amen. You will find video and tape, amen of broadcasts and different things, amen, that have been placed on the website. Also, you can place your praise reports and prayer requests on our prayer wall. Also, if you're interested in contacting Pastor Staples in regards to the prayer shouts, amen, you may do that also by contacting us at the 312-600-7729. Make sure to state that this is in reference to the prayer shouts or you can contact us via email. Make sure to put that. It's in the nature of the prayer shouts. We thank you and we praise you once again for joining us. We pray that you have a blessed and wonderful day and that God's Shekinah glory will rain down in your service on today. Amen. We're praying for Acts 2 experience in your place of worship. Amen. We're praying that souls will be saved and people will be delivered. Amen. We're talking about God's matchless mercy on today. Amen. Be blessed in the Lord. Goodbye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.